sort of now that I've, I haven't really got any ties, sort of at the moment. I just want to take the time to just do things that I always wanted to do and travel and meet new people and yeah, try and just live, live, I guess. Live. Because yeah. I haven't really lived that much, I guess. I've, I've experienced a lot, but I haven't, I don't feel like I've lived to the full. For me, sort of being free would mean having less things as well as sort of ties and stuff so I was sort of looking into just sort of living with less stuff and trying to sort of simplify my life Hello, I'm Dave I'm the guy that's putting all this stuff together I need to get better Please make me better I want to get better, better, better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with Sam. Hello Sam. Hiya. This is a kind of follow-up conversation to the first conversation that we had together. Uh, It must have been a couple of years ago now, I reckon. Mm, Yeah, Jasmine's about four months old, I think, maybe. Yeah, and how so, old is she now? She's two and a half now. Wow, there you go, that's that's how long it's been. And this is like the, well this is the first time we've seen each other since then as yeah, well. I mean, we're Facebook friends, so yeah. we <laughs> see each other pictures and stuff. But yeah, this is like a, a, a catching up moment for the listeners and for me, and mm. um, for you. Yeah, your, your first episode was uh, episode 18, if people want to go back and check it out. It will be an interesting comparison and kind of companion to what, what we're talking about now. Mm. I mean, I would think that you probably stand by half of everything that you sort of said in that, and then half of it's changed. Yeah, a lot's changed. <laughs> a lot, yeah. We're in Hemel again, like where we were the first time in, in, in your flat, but this mm. is not the same flat, it's a different flat, and we'll get into, into that. Uh, as we go on, I guess. The first question that I ask everybody is, how do you know me? We used to work together. That's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> back, in the, back in the day, you, you were a, a, what they call a casual assistant, and I was a uh, library assistant. Yeah. So uh, neither of us were that kind of high-flying. <laughs> um, but I guess there were days when I was technically uh, in charge of you. Yeah. Uh, but I was not in charge of the library officially, certainly. Mm-hmm. And that's how we know each other. We worked together for a few years. Those few years were quite traumatic for you, and, and uh, we covered those in the first conversation. Mm-hmm. So, and the second question that I ask people is, uh, what do you do now? I'm at home with my daughter at the moment, um, but I'm trying to get into photography. So I'm hoping to uh, have a studio sometime next year, maybe, if I get interest. Uh, I'm doing sort of events at the moment, like birthdays and christenings, um, but I'm still learning, so that's what I'm, that's, that's the aim anyway. <laughs> Ace. Um, I mean, and yeah, that's that's one of the things that I sort of have noticed y- you doing on, on Facebook, which was sort of one of the things I was, I was like, oh, I should do a follow-up and talk to you. Mm. But that's probably the least dramatic of the things that I've noticed that yeah. I thought I should do a follow-up <laughs> for. So one of the things that, that that kind of inspired me to do this is you, you sort of blogged for a bit. Like, maybe there's about five blogs out there. Yeah. And it seemed like they were, I mean, and, and maybe you'll blog, blog more in, in the future. Yeah. But that sort of was like, you sort of wrote about five different mission statements for like yeah. getting your life back under control yeah so maybe we should give a little bit of an idea of where you were at the last time i spoke to you um what with regards to yeah what was it like so the last time i spoke to you which people can listen to in length yeah. but you were a young mum yeah you, st- you still are te- yeah. <laughs> just about a young mum you're 25 now yeah i think Sort of tw- twenty six is when you lose your, your young person's rail card, I oh, think, no. and uh, <laughs> so you're on the cusp of no longer being young. But um, and you had a, a, a young a young a young daughter, yeah. who was a baby, who had a nice series of cameos in that yeah. episode, and 
you you were with the father of that of that baby of, of Jasmine, and you had had a quite a traumatic birth, yeah. and the process to that had been quite complicated for you. But you were in quite a good place, mm. um, and you know we were mostly talking about traumatic events from the past, from the distant past. Yeah. Uh, what's changed since then? <laughs> Well, I'm no longer with Jasmine's dad. Uh, that that happened uh, New Year's Eve. Um, so, yeah, I think I've just since then I've just been trying to uh, just get things back on track, really, and just be independent. Because uh, when he left, I sort of realised that I was quite dependent on him for everything. Yeah. So uh, it's been... Um, it's been difficult, but I feel like a much more healthier person now, like confident, and so it's done me good in the long run, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, your 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 backstory had been one of like uh, getting involved with a guy that like you nearly married, and it was you know mm. ha- hadn't worked out, and that was quite kind of he he been quite controlling and stuff mm. like this. Yeah. And, you know, when I last spoke to you, you know, one of the things which I, I think is, is going to be very different now is you were like, you know, one of the reasons everything's going well in my life now is my partner. Did I say that? I think you did, yeah. Because yeah. as I was saying to you just off mic, I, I, I edited you yeah. into a half-hour episode for Resonance FM and, 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 yeah, that was one of the things that stuck out for me where yeah. you were like, you know, publicly thanking him for, for being so brilliant. Um <laughs> joke yeah and he was quite a bit older than you as well that was one of the other things you were talking about he was um, 16 years older yeah yeah but um, yeah I don't I don't think I'll ever feel like that again about someone I don't think it's it's healthy to sort of rely on someone outside of yourself for happiness. I think, if anything, that's what I've learnt with everything that's happened recently. Yeah. Well, that was one of your sort of, uh, one of your blog posts mm. sort of was like, you know, I'm going to, I've relied on men too long. Mm-hmm. It's time to take control. Yeah. Be my own person, not be held back. Not, yeah. You know, not be, almost not, like not be so conventional, like in the way that you're thinking. It, it was sort of one of the sort of yeah. things you were saying. Yeah, because, um, I think last time I spoke to you, I, I remember saying that all I wanted was to be a mum, and that was it. Yeah. But that's not really true. Uh, I don't exactly know what I want in life, but I want more than what I had. Yeah. So. Well, I think there was an, I, I can't remember if it was the same blog or one of the other blogs where you were sort of talking about in order to be a good mum, you have to have a good life. Mm-hmm. You have to have. You know, if you want to be able to pass things on to your children, you have to live a life worth passing on. Yeah. Know? And uh, it seems like you're you're trying to trying to do that, and you're trying to get your 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 self and your self identity into a place where you can. Yeah, I just want to. Sort of, now that I haven't really got any ties, sort of, at the moment, I just want to take the time to just do things that I always wanted to do and travel and meet new people and yeah try and just live live I guess because I haven't really lived that much I guess I've I've experienced a lot but I haven't I don't feel like I've lived to the full well no because your teenagers you a lot of those you were tied to somebody who was in a, a different uh, part of the world yeah. and that tie was dictating how you were behaving during your teenagers you didn't make the conventional teenage mistakes you made one one big teenage mistake yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably it probably helped me avoid trouble in other ways sure <laughs> i don't think i'd change that no well, no no but it certainly does mean that you you know you spent quite a lot of time kind of tied to one person and then yeah. When when you were twenty, you had your daughter, but you also were tied to somebody else. Yeah. Now you're still tied to your daughter, but yeah, but she's a we're free. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess my ex partner, not on purpose, but he 
he sort of held me back in the way that I guess with all the financial sort of burden that we took on that held that held us back from sort of experiencing things and he wasn't the sort of person that would want to to travel or or do I don't know just do things that I feel like you should do in life yeah so I don't know if that is because of the age whether he thought that he was past that or I guess everything that's happened has been a blessing in disguise really as as bad as it is for Jasmine to not have I don't know about bad but I struggled with um, like I felt as if I'd let Jasmine down because she hasn't got a conventional family which is sort of what I've been brought up to believe you should provide which is interesting because you, 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 you've been brought up maybe to believe that but it's not really what you necessarily experienced growing up either which no. is another thing that we covered in the last conversation yeah. so yeah. I guess because my mum stayed with my dad through through all that to sort of because she thought that was the best for her kids whether it was or not I guess we don't know I guess I got that from my mum as in I, I would have done anything to try and make that work back then but now thinking now that back to how it was it wouldn't have been worth it and it and it 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 didn't work but it wasn't exactly your choice I, I... Mm, no <laughs> there was a slight uh, unfaithfulness <laughs> <laughs> I try to be nice about it yeah which is nice of you to be nice about it because I I mean it kind of was a shock out of the blue I guess for yeah, you yeah definitely I thought you know I thought we were happy and everything was okay and out of the blue he said that he didn't love me and then found out there was someone else. I had to find out. I wasn't told. But I think I've, you know, I've gone through all the emotions. I've been angry and I've lashed out and it's just, it's been six months now and it's... It's just becoming a part yeah, of Yeah, it's just time to move on. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you found yourself, I guess, as a, at becoming a single parent mm. although I guess you there's also the things to negotiate in terms of access and, and all of that stuff mm. yeah um, it's it's difficult I wanted you know to, to be able to get along and and sort of parent together still but he's made that quite impossible to be honest so at the moment things are going through a legal way I would have preferred them not to but you know I'm not. I'd never. I'd never been opposed to contact, but I don't believe that Jasmine should be introduced to new new partners at this stage, and he does. So we disagree there. Sure. Yeah. It's always going to be a kind of uh, negotiation, mm. but if you're the if you're the partner that's already wounded the other partner, it probably makes sense to compromise. Yeah. their way for a little while rather than insist that y your way is right after you've already messed up a lot of things for yeah. that person I guess that's him though <laughs> sure. selfish unfortunately so yeah we've had to do do it that way which means Jasmine is missing out at the moment she she hasn't seen him for a while it's sad but that's the way it has to be yeah, I guess it's life yeah I I come from a family where there's sort of there's been moments of like split up and divorces and all sorts of things and there's been times when various of us have not seen our fathers for a bit and we're all right mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm you know she's got stability with me and with my family because you know they've always been around her and so she'll always have that well that's right and it feels like this door being closed on that relationship has kind of opened up loads of other doors so it's, it's like you, you're doing this photography thing that mm -hmm. you've kind of always sort of wanted to do but haven't because of other things have got in the yeah. way yeah. and you've you've been going to the gym like a maniac <laughs> like I mean it's, without a doubt it's impressive that you've kind of just gone right I'm gonna completely control my own everything like my, my, my mind my body yeah. my spirit I, to be honest when he left I wasn't I, you know, my self-confidence was zero and I just felt so horrible about myself that I just, it just something had to be done. So, you know, that was one of the things that's made me feel better about myself. Yeah, gym every day <laughs> for a while it was. And it took my mind off things as well and it gave me something to, to focus on. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 
that's that is one of the the good things about physical activity is it mm. really can like take away all of the stress and stuff mm. just channel it into it does, movement yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean how do you feel about men at this moment in time <laughs> such a bad question to ask me right now I don't know I can't you know I can't what's the saying tarnish everyone with the same yeah tar I think yeah, yeah tarnish you know, is fine I can't you know I can't say that I can't say that all men are animals or whatever but the experiences that I've had with men in my life have been two negative ones I guess it's just the lies but I mean people I'm just learning as I go along that it just seems to be a game with relationships and people and I'm quite an honest person I wear my heart on my sleeve so if I if I feel something I'll always say it whereas the people that I've been with have been sort of quite emotionally closed but I guess I just haven't met the right person yet yeah I mean you know I'm not gonna defend men particularly <laughs> I mean but women are the, you know, that's women the, do thing. the same things, I mean so. for sure women do the same things and as somebody who's naturally quite honest and open I'm very lucky that I've you know, being with people who've at least been honest and open. Mm. There's, you know, occasionally been other problems, but the, <laughs> but honesty's never been one of them. And and you're right. I think people do sort of play this complicated, weird game. Uh, even the way we talk about relationships mm. often is quite game yeah. orientated. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that you've had bad bad experiences from men. But I'm, you know, even more sorry that that's a very frequent. Uh, experience that lots of women have and yeah. that, that there are a lot of men not not thinking about their partners or not thinking yeah. about the women in their lives it's just the betrayal I guess because y- y- you're in a relationship and you think everything's okay and then someone tells you well they've been unhappy for a year and you think well how could you not have said something yeah and that this makes no sense to me like how can a 40 year old man live his life and not have the common sense to think, or maybe, maybe it's worth saying something. But he just, you know, we just carried on and on, and it, it, and it obviously drove him to cheat or whatever the excuse is. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated thing, you know, fidelity. Mm. I mean, I don't think that people always cheat because they're unhappy, though. No. Uh, often it's because they've got the opportunity. And yeah. he's an opportunist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I, I, I don't know. It's complicated. Like, uh, I, you know, my my father uh, wasn't always faithful, but he was always faithful to us as children. Like, he was always there for us as mm. for his children. And I mean, also, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's. I, I'm quite forgiving, I guess, of people cheating, but I'm not but I'm not forgiving of people lying so mm. like almost like I don't know if you can if it can be cheating if it's honest but I yeah. mean I'm yeah it, I prefer of him to just have said this isn't working or, and then yeah. do whatever or but, this happened last night or, well, yeah, where yeah, are yeah. we what's going you know w- yeah. how do you feel about that where where can we go yeah. from here Does, you know to this day he still denies it and I you know I saw the proof and uh I just don't... What do you mean you saw the I proof? I saw text. Oh, right, okay. So, uh... That's the better kind of seeing yeah, the proof. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how someone can lie like that. Especially, I don't know, it's just, for me, it's like the ultimate betrayal. Especially since, like, we were trying for another baby. And wow. I just think, like, why Why were you doing that? Last summer, a lot. I had a miscarriage. And we still carried on trying for another baby. And I was just thinking that whole time, he's telling me now that he was unhappy. Why, why, like, why did I have to go through that? Didn't have to go through that. No, you didn't. No. And it's certainly like, oh, that's everything that's, you know, everything that's wrong with men is really what we're talking about here, which is annoying for me as a man (laughs) to be listening to and agreeing with. But the thing is, I I just think men are so, we're, we're sort of, I'm not trying to make excuses, like, clearly, in in gender terms, right, women are not being served well by men, uh, generally speaking, but I just think, 
like men are so like not in touch with their own mm. emotional states yeah. so that it ends up that we treat other people so badly because we just don't understand how we feel which is not to say that it's excusable but uh, I just wish we would not, I, I just wish men weren't socialised to be that way mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh that is like, I mean ah. Uh, yeah, that is. I mean, that's so stupid. It's like on a fundamental level, it's just really stupid yeah. to be expecting uh, to be trying for one kind of life, but yeah. actually wanting another kind of life. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, in a way, you, were you a little bit in that position? Because now, now this has all changed. You've sort of been able to get back in touch with mm. what you actually wanted. I mean, do you think that was always there and just not? you weren't in touch with that yourself or yeah I mean, it was there but I guess I thought it was a sort of unreachable goal with him and, and you I... were prepared to sacrifice it yeah yeah because mm. um I guess I just that fam that sort of family unit was I couldn't see past that if you if you understand what I mean yeah I was sort of so in that bubble and I thought that everything was so great. And really looking back, it you know it was good. It was okay, but I don't think long term that would have made me happy. I don't think I would have looked back at my life and thought, you know, I've done well. Or... So. So in a, in a weird way, was it, it's a good thing for you in a weird way? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, do you think you're going to change the way that you uh, approach relationships now? Yeah, I'll definitely be taking things slower. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I won't change that much, to be honest, because even if I'd taken things slower with my ex, I don't think... Like, it took something like this for me to see his true colours. I don't think he would have done anything sort of differently. Or it would have probably just panned out the same, but it just took longer. I mean, you were together for a few years as well. Yeah, four and a half, four years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I'll change that much, but I think I'm taking this time to sort of be on my own. And just... Because I've never really took the time to sort of date people or... I've never done that in my life, so so I'm taking this time to sort of just meet new people and not trying to get tied down again. I just want to be free, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone to answer to. But I think I'll know, you know, when when a person comes along that I think's worth really getting to know. But for now, you know, I'm just concentrating on me and Jasmine. Yeah, which is good. And everyone should do that in their lives at some point anyway, like yeah. concentrate on themselves for a bit. Yeah. And yeah, parents should concentrate on their kids. Yeah. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> but uh, I mean, what what is being free for you? What what, are you, what is it? What are your plans? What are you doing? Well, I want to go travelling for a few months. Um, maybe the end of this year or beginning of next year. Yeah, because it's the right time. Because you're because Jasmine's still young enough that you can just yeah go off to another part of the world with her. Yeah, uh, which is not the case. And she's old, but she's old enough that it's easier than when yeah. she's really little. She's quite easy going as well she's sort of she's a really good kid so travelling with her is all, you know it's quite easy um, but yeah I want, I'm thinking of going to India for a few months and then maybe Thailand but um, we'll see how that goes cool what what appeals to you about those locations I've heard good things about India my brother's been there a few times do you have fam- do you have family there I don't know so you you just kind of go in with, no, with you've got no connections over there, so no. you just kind of go in. Yeah, I'm just blind. Go. Excellent, yeah. <laughs> exciting. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. I see it as quite a spiritual place, I guess. And I've recently sort of got into. Well, I'm sort of looking into Hinduism and things like that. So I just wanted to maybe go over there and see, see, learn more about that. Well, that's the place to learn about it for yeah, sure. Yeah. And um, Thailand's just sort of on my list of things to do and places to go. Yeah, so. it's supposed to be cool, I hear. I've not been. 
I've hardly been to any places. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, you haven't really been to other places much at all, apart from your kind of complicated teenage relationship. Or I have. I have travelled quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, I've always liked it. Like, I prefer to sort of go to a place and stay there for a while, rather than the sort of two-week vacation or... Right. I don't feel like you can immerse yourself in a in a culture in that sort of time. No, well, that's, it's 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 cool that you're doing that, and you're also getting your photography going. Mm-hmm. When did when did you when were you when did you kind of get interested in photography? It was my ex partner actually who bought me a SLR camera, and ever since then, really, I sort of just played around with it back then, and then recently because I was a childminder for a little while. But when I had to move out of my home. I just thought it, this place is a bit small for childminding, so I was thinking about sort of where to go or what direction to take. And I thought for a little while about midwifery, and I started a course on midwifery, but then uh, ended up deciding that probably wouldn't work with the shifts and you know having Jasmine. And then one of my friends just brought up photography in a, in a conversation and said, you know, what do you, what makes you happy? What do you like doing? And the only answer I could give was photography. But I've never sort of seen it as a, a career. It's... I don't know why. I guess I just didn't think that I could do that. But then I thought, well, why not if I want to do that? And yeah. So I went on a few courses, just short sort of day courses, just to learn more about using the camera on manual. And I really enjoy that. So I've done a few sort of events for family and friends and... Uh, got a business card and I'm just sort of building it out yeah yeah so hopefully next year I'll have a little studio and be doing portraits and excellent so you're going to go travelling first is that yeah, the plan yeah and then sort of try and get your career side if you like yeah off the ground were you brought up with Hinduism or is it is that something that you're coming to late on it's a bit complicated really my, my mum was born a Muslim uh but my dad's a Catholic, so we were brought up as Catholics because they married in, in the Catholic Church. Um, and then as we got older, we all sort of... My my middle brother converted to Islam. My mum now has converted to Hinduism. I don't think my brother, my other brother's interested. But I just find Hinduism sort of... It's just the, the way of life, I guess, the whole idea of karma and just trying to be peaceful and treating people how you would want to be treated that's the sort of part of it that interests me I'm not too interested in the whole gods and stuff that doesn't really float my boat but um, <laughs> I can see why somebody who's had these life experiences that you've had would be interested in the idea of karma though yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really hope there is something. <laughs> um but yeah, so, you know, I guess it it's just another thing that will help me to sort of live my life in the way that I think it should be lived. So, although people do bad things to me, I try to not do that to people. Yeah, I heard a quote, freedom is what we do with the things that have been done to us. I was like, yeah, that's about right. I think the trick is, is like, not not letting things that happen to us make us kind of close to other people. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, not letting them. Or it's almost like they win. Like people, people win if 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 they do bad things to you, and you become sort of belittled by that, right? Rather than for a few months, be honest, I was. I was so bitter and angry at everyone, but um, I guess that's a, a normal stage to go yeah, through. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's a reasonable thing to go through through after any breakup or any any bad life experiences. Mm. But even more so if you've got like a kid, and it's much more complicated than that. And it's mm. you know, whilst you you nearly got to the point where you you can't can't use the, the travel cards. You know, you're you're still relatively young, and so you know a lot of things have happened to you in in mm. quite a young life. And, uh, That's why I say slow down. <laughs> yeah, I think my mum will be happy to hear that. 
Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> I bet. People can probably work out from the fact that your dad was Catholic and that your mum was a Muslim when they first met that you're a dual heritage. Yeah. But she's converted to Hinduism rather than Islam. Yeah, because her, her grandma was a Hindu. But as as <laughs> my grandma was a Hindu, but as she married a, a Muslim man, she then became Muslim. And uh, so the right. kids were Muslim. Okay. Right. Nice and complicated. Yeah. Lots of <laughs> lots of different religions to choose between. Yeah. Uh, which is nice to have that option. Mm. Do you think having dual heritage has kind of changed your outlook or your experience of life, I guess? Um... I mean, not changed it, but influenced it, because it can't change it, because that yeah. is your life. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, as in sort of the two sides of my family. I get to see sort of the different cultures and how they how they are and how they... sort of how the families work. I guess it hasn't influenced me that much. No. I, would, I, I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's, you wouldn't know. It's a weird question to ask, really. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to like, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to work out really why I asked it. Probably people will be like, uh, "He's a racist." <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, I guess like that's a, a, an experience that you'll have had is that you're not somebody who necessarily looks dual heritage particularly, mm. and I remember like when your mum came, when you were working in the library with us and your mum came to the library, all the, like, white staff were, like, shocked. Like, they were, like, like, like they didn't expect your mum to, to look like your mum looks. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were, like, they were, like, oh, you know, you know, you know what the, the, those colleagues were, were yeah. like. <laughs> so they were probably, you know, they were, they were a bit ruffled and, and surprised. But that must be an experience that you've had, had before, I guess. Yeah, if, I do get, yeah. I get all sorts of, of things whenever I say oh you know I'm half South American and half Irish they're like oh well, you know if they see my dad they can't believe my dad's white if they see my mum they can't believe that she looks Indian <laughs> so you know I can't win either way <laughs> and I, I, I always get that I'm, I look Spanish or Turkish or yeah I mean yeah if I was going to stereotype you probably yeah Turkish or, or Spanish would, would fit yeah, yeah. <laughs> But at least, you know, everywhere I go in the world, I, they seem to think I'm from there. <laughs> That's nice, actually. Yeah. I can see the, I can see how that would be nice. I mean, that, and so she, yeah, that's right. So she, she looks Indian, but she's from South America, your mum. Yeah, well, she is half Indian. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's excellently rich tapestry to, to have to draw from, I guess, mm. all of these different things. Although, you know, by the time it reaches you, you know, you, you, you're born in the UK and yeah. you have the life in the UK. Yeah. And, Boring. Yeah, you haven't got like one of those things to like draw draw from necessarily that much. No. But yeah, yeah, that's a nice. Uh, what, do, what do they call it? Those roads are, are close. Like I've gone down this avenue. There's no real way out. <laughs> this isn't a road. It's just it, it, no there's the end of the road. <laughs> I never know what to do when, as a, like when when I'm in a, a situation like where. Um, like I was, where people are sort of like I had no confused idea. by it. Like it's it's confusion, but it's what it did comes, they think? Well, they were, not, that not, not, my mum would be the same colour as me. Yeah, well, they, I just didn't. They, they don't, I just don't think they realised that you you had a diff, diff, a different race, I guess, in your in your bloodline. So they were like, wow, I, you know, they were expecting you know your mum to turn up and be you know look like they looked, and so they were surprised. They weren't like actually prejudiced. I would say about that. The, the the staff of that library were not that used to yeah. uh, the multicultural society yeah. that, that. that we live in. <laughs> yeah. it's particularly, I, I was always really surprised by that because we live in London, yeah. and uh, and you know that's like I I came down from Lancaster, so like you know for me like I wasn't in a. A very multicultural society, and then I was. But mm. then it was surprising to me to then discover white people who lived in that 
in that in that society yeah. were still like puzzled in the same way that people in Lancaster would have been. Yeah. Was a surprise to me. Um, now checking your blog posts. <laughs> I'm so glad you read them. Yeah, no, I, I I do read them, and I think that they're actually really well written. I think you should, like, if you want to, you should blog more often. Yeah, I'm um, I'm working on setting up a a WordPress one, so that's why I haven't written in a while. New ways in yeah, because a lot of what like yeah, that's right. A lot of your blog posts that you posted are like. You know, you're you've been actively looking into and researching like different ways of approaching uh, parenting and, and, yeah. and going forward with with things. I mean, what have you learned in that sort of process? Um, I guess with the the whole moving on thing, I was just sort of looking into um, for me, sort of. Being free would mean having less things as well as sort of ties and stuff. So I was sort of looking into just sort of living with less stuff and trying to sort of simplify my life. And uh, hopefully in the process that sort of clears the mind and helps financially as well. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm sort of in the process of clearing out so much stuff like we were saying when you when you got here where I've um moved into a smaller place I've just got sort of boxes and boxes of stuff that obviously I I really don't need because I've been here since March and I haven't thought oh you know where's this or or anything so I'm slowly selling all those things I'll be selling my car because it's just surplus to my needs um, it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a car yeah, like with a it, capital yeah. C. Like it's like a a big machine. Yeah, it's a seven seater. <laughs> it was it was originally for the childminding, um, right? But literally, you know, bought that in November and things fell apart in December. So yeah, I want to get rid of that. I'm hoping that will free up some money for the travel. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I've been looking into and um, just sort of trying to be positive about about life again I guess because it was quite hard to pick myself back up because I sort of had my life sort of set with my ex-partner if you see what I mean it was you know I knew what I was doing where I was going you know I was a childminder he was working and that was working fine for us and then when he left it was like oh you know I've got to find a new place to live I have to start again and yeah it sort of felt like oh, the last four years were a bit of a waste of time, like with regards to training up as a childminder. And I mean, that's it because the, the the kind of careers you were considering doing, like you were considering being a childminder, which is kind of like being a mum to more children, mm. you know, a temporary mum to some other children. Yeah. And then you were considering midwifery, which is again very much a kind of female, like parent mm. mother type job. Mm. And and like you said in, in in your first conversation, you did say you know why, mm. what you've always wanted to be as a mum. Mm. I mean, that is true to some extent. I mean, it, I guess I choose those things because it comes naturally to me, that sort of caring role. But I actually found childminding quite a stressful job. You know, it is very different sort of looking after other people's children than your own, especially when they they don't behave as you'd expect them to at least <laughs> not as Jasmine does yeah well every child is going to behave differently yeah so uh, that was quite a difficult job to be honest and uh, I get, I think the change came just in time with that because it was getting me getting me down a little bit yeah I, you know I do love being a mother but I think now I see that I have to be more than that for Jasmine if that makes sense you know so that I can have some happiness for myself so that I could be better for her you know one of the reasons why I wanted to do the photography and sort of do something for myself as well as just getting back to work is a really big thing for me because being at home being a mum like 24-7 is just puts a strain on you I guess claustrophobic Yeah, yeah that's the word Know, just to have that sort of adult conversation and be in a sort of professional environment. I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, and as a single mum now, like, it means that all of the time, you're all of the mm. care that Jasmine mm. has in the house. There's, there's, it's always on your shoulders. Mm. And I, I can imagine how that gets, like, you know, you love Jasmine and she's a great kid, but still, like you say, adult, adult conversation, there's none. Yeah. It's not like when she goes to sleep, you're necessarily having adult conversations yeah. either. I mean, I know this from, from people in my life who, you know, are in similar boats. All of them happen to be women, but it's possible for, for men to be in a similar situation. Although, like, I saw something the other day on, uh, like, you know, people sometimes do those kind of, like, screen grabs of, like, you start a Google search and it shows you all of the things that come down. Mm. And it's like, it was like single dads are and then it's all of these things like brilliant fantastic amazing inspirational and then like single mums are and then it was not 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 that kind uh, of thing at all and I was like that out, that is outrageous yeah it's not like you know we shouldn't be giving single dads like a pat on the head like like well done you're 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 amazing yeah. uh, and at the same time treating single mums like in the way that the media does it's yeah. ridiculous there is a stigma it's I don't know I guess I never thought I'd have to experience that, but it is. Um, sometimes when you, when people ask you, sort of, oh, where's your, where's your dad? You just expression on their face when you, and like, oh, it's you know he's not here or we're not together. Or, it's sort of it. It's like you can see the change in them, but um, you know that's that's not my problem. <laughs> no, it's not your problem. Well, it's 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 not your. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not your problem in some ways, but then that attitude is probably problematic for you. Like, will kind of annoy, like annoyingly get in the way at times. Yeah, maybe. But uh, absolutely, it's not. It's certainly not anything you should do differently. It's mm. they they need to change. Yeah. But uh, changing people's minds is 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 a is a tricky one. Yeah. Whether it's yeah, whether it's single mother attitudes or any of the other things we've been talking about really like how do you change people's minds it's a tricky one you can only really change your own you can only be responsible for your for yourself it seems like you you're you're taking that responsibility and and running with it trying to yeah yeah but it's i mean it's it's a you know that's one of the reasons i've been enjoying like reading those blog posts it's like you know uh, I think it is important for people to hear about like people trying to get control of their own lives and, and, and stuff because we're all trying to get hold of our, our own lives and make some kind of sense of this yeah. of this existence. Yeah. And uh, it's really helpful to hear other people and their approaches to doing it, you know. And that's one of the things I think I feel about our first conversation. I mean, it's one of my... Ep- it's one of the episodes of, of Getting Better Acquainted that I... I like the most, even after having edited it for <laughs> an hour, I still really think it's good. And, you know, one of the things I always say about that and a few other episodes, and, well, more and more, actually, as it, as this goes on, but, like, it's, I kind of feel, like, blessed to have had it. I didn't make that conversation happen. It kind of happened, yeah. like, you know, it's you and it's me and it's something else. So, like, this thing happened and, it, and it, we captured it on, yeah. on mic. And it kind of changed, not changed me, but, like definitely the experiences of doing that that first conversation was kind of like wow we've kind of gone to some complicated places and we've kind of navigated that and thank you very much for doing it I mean I remember before we did it you were like I'm not like all those other people I won't be interesting and you know (laughs) and then and then you know when I got like when when you sort of said you'd do it and then you sent me the thing saying like these are the things I want to talk about and they were like having a premature baby like you know the the complicated relationship you had when you were sixteen, and then like domestic violence. I was like, the, 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 you know, <laughs> these are big, big issues, bigger issues than most of the conversations I was having at that stage. Yeah. I mean, this, those things have been touched on here and there in the show, and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm glad that they're touched on because they're important to touch on. Yeah. But you know, you were really breaking new ground for getting better acquainted. You were like, you know, you. you that you were intimidated by all of these, like yeah. you know, all of my 
university educated friends or whatever like that, that's not what life necessarily is I'm not saying their lives aren't as, as, <laughs> as, 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 as everybody's life is rich and some of those people who have the same kind of experiences that you will have had and yeah. certainly there is nobody that isn't interesting I think but I hope like I've, I've certainly had lots of feedback you know really positive feedback from that first conversation so any insecurity you yeah. had before that you really shouldn't have now because I thought it was amazing and lots of my listeners have thought that as well so cool so yeah so thanks very much for that I thought, I, thought I'd throw that in on, on, on <laughs> mic like and you've always been like you know every every step step down the way like after recording that you've always been like uh, like when I approached you about can I use it on Resonance FM you're like yeah yeah and yeah. like I used it in the 100th episode I think a little clip from it in the 100th episode how do you feel about the fact that you've shared sort of very personal things um I, f- I feel good about it actually it's um like I like the fact that you're doing this it's it interests me so you know I'm just happy that uh, everyone's getting to hear sort of all of the episodes uh, well, I, haven't, I haven't listened to all of them but there's a lot of them yeah, yeah. So, yeah <laughs> I've listened to enough. a few and it's uh you know I think it's a really cool thing you're doing so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a little bit of a love in at the end of, of the episode here, but well, that's great. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I, th- I mean, I'm a big believer, as I was saying to you off mic, really, about in you know, the more that we share what really happens in our lives, the more these sort of stigmas get broken down. Like maybe that's how you change yeah. people's opinions slowly over time. Is you show them that single mothers have got the same kind of concerns the same kind of lives as as as, as other as other people and that, that we've that, that we're not all alone yeah. like everybody thinks like these terrible things are happening to me and nobody understands what it's like yeah. actually one of the things i found amazing about doing this show is how many people do understand like yeah. how many people you know, i've been speaking to their their experiences really resonate with my experiences or my family's experiences like that first conversation we had resonated with a lot of family experiences yeah. that i'm familiar with that hopefully gets people to 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 also not be like your partner was like that to tell each other things yeah. straight away when yeah. they're happening not to let them fester not to let them get to a stage where you can't really yeah. go back from I mean yeah so I guess <laughs> uh, without slightly rambling uh, summation of, of it I mean that's the other thing we're, we're both quite tired today yeah. which, which, which is an interesting element to this conversation but the last question that I ask people is do you have anything to plug so yeah, what's my what's the blog? What's the address? I don't I even know. Here, <laughs> yeah. the blog is called Discarded Dreams. Uh, talking dreams, goals, parenting, and changing my life one step at a time, and you can find it at uh, discardeddream.blogspot.co.uk. Uh, but you're going to try and make a WordPress. I am, yeah, but I'll put the link on the... On the old I'll one. link it, yeah. Ah, so they can find it through that. And then you've got your photography. Yeah. You can find that on Facebook. That's uh, Lara Feeney Photography. Yeah, Lara Feeney. Why is it Lara Feeney? That's my middle name. I okay. thought it was more catchy than Sam. That's cool. <laughs> but you're, you're a woman with with a lot of names. Like I call you Sam. Uh like some people call you Samantha I imagine but a lot of your friends call you Man. yeah <laughs> Manth is cool like, I always think that's a pretty cool <laughs> yeah that's cool what my family call me yeah there you go and then now and now your professional name is Lara <laughs> you, 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 you're totally like collecting the names yeah <laughs> uh, yeah well and another name that you have is Batman I guess yeah because uh, we have this weird little thing <laughs> where I call you Batman and you call me Robin uh, which we kind of covered yeah. on the last uh, episode and we settled, the settled it. <laughs> I'm at peace with being your Robin now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so people can find you on Facebook, your, yeah. your photography, and they should. Um, and probably by the time this goes out, because it'll be a while away, your new blog will be there and your, your photography will be ready and happening and stuff. Yeah. And people should 
totally check out what you do and 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 book you to do pictures <laughs> for sure not just because you do good pictures well yeah just because you do the only reason that they should book you is because you do good pictures but the added bonus is they will be helping you and jasmine out yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyone who's sort of like uh listened to these episodes and sort of felt affinity with you should should uh, help you out by yeah. paying you to to do a bit of photography for them for sure is there anything else you'd like to add? No, no, it's all good. <laughs> well, thanks very much for doing this follow-up, follow-up, fo- no, I can't even say follow-up, ep- it's just a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Thank follow you. Follow-up very- episode. There you go, good, good work. So yeah, thanks for doing this follow-up episode. Still sounded weird. That's one of the, the other things I'm finding interesting about doing Getting Better Acquainted is that I do the conversations with people and then like years go by and like sometimes the conversations have happened years before I actually yeah. put them out and it's like I'm, I get the feeling I'm going to need to do more and more updates yeah. of like where people are at now and, and the difference and what they've learned from yeah. there and stuff. It's so. amazing how much changes, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not really that much time. But. No, it doesn't take long for everything to change. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> as you found yeah. so the last thing I ask people to do is to say goodbye to the audience bye everyone <laughs> bye so judging from Sam's Facebook photos she's certainly been doing some travelling her and Jasmine have been doing some amazing travelling swimming in beautiful waters and uh, just living a, 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 a gorgeous life at the moment which I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased to see are unfolding before my eyes on Facebook and they're currently in Cyprus I could be wrong of course you should go back and listen to the first episode with Sam that happened on the podcast if you haven't already that's episode 18 also talking about Resonance FM which I was in this episode I'm pleased to announce or reveal that Getting Better Acquainted has a four episode run Uh, they're going to be Full hour episodes, well, to down from whatever, a little bit over the hour they were, but going out on Sundays at five o'clock in the afternoon, repeated the Saturday after at ten o'clock in the morning. And that's at Resonance FM. You can hear that online if you go to resonancefm.com forward slash listen, or you can tune in on 104.4 FM if you're in the South Bank area. First episode went out on the 8th, so we've got four weeks of getting better acquainted on the radio with more to come later in the year when we confirm dates and stuff. I'll let you know about that. You can find Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at UBA Podcast. You can find it on Facebook with Getting Better Acquainted. Have a search on Facebook and like it. Or you can find it on the website www.gettingbetteracquainted.com co.uk You can also subscribe by searching on iTunes and subscribing to us that way. There are lots of ways to get better acquainted.